Before we get onto this week's episode, I just very quickly wanted to remind you that the next round of group coaching with me is open and we'll start together on the 19th of January. I would love you to join us. If you want to have the most powerful start to your year, then please do think about joining us. It is such an incredible way to connect with other like-minded mothers in the Motherkind community And together, I take you through a four-week coaching process, which is the absolute best coaching tools that I've ever discovered to help you feel more empowered, calmer, more energized, and to help you feel really excited about your life and the year ahead and the possibilities for 2022. So please do think about joining us. All the information is on the website, motherkind.co. And there are tons of testimonials on there as well from mothers in our community who've gone through the process. And some of them have even called it life-changing, which was incredible to hear. So please do have a think about joining us. I would love to work with you. Hello, my lovely, and welcome to this week's Motherkind moment. Thank you for being here. I hope you're doing really well. It's the first week of January, and I know that many of us start to think about big questions at the start of the year, particularly around work and purpose. And I know this because so many of you get in touch with me every January with questions like, how do I transition my career? How do I know what I'm meant to be really doing? I hate my job. I've fallen into it, but I don't know what to do differently. And so I'm so excited to share this moment with you because I got to ask Rebecca Campbell, author of Rise, Sister Rise, and also one of the world's leading teachers on purpose and spirituality. I asked her specifically about purpose and purpose as parents and mothers and how we can start to live a life that feels more authentic and free. I love this clip and I really love how Rebecca says that nothing is ever wasted. And you know, that is exactly my experience. If you know my story, I was in corporate marketing for 12 years. And to be honest with you, for every single one of those 12 years, I knew that it wasn't what I was meant to be doing with this one precious life. I knew that there was something bigger, something more purposeful out there for me, but I didn't know what. And that used to cause me so much frustration. Now, of course, that I've transitioned and I'm running Motherkind, I can see how not even a minute in that corporate career was wasted because I use all of the skills and everything that I learn in marketing and business to reach the audience that I want to reach with this really important message of Motherkind. So, If you are feeling that you're not where you want to be, please remember that no experience is ever wasted. And if you're ready to start asking some of those big questions about purpose, then what Rebecca has to say is going to be very inspiring and helpful for you. So I really hope that this short moment today is going to be inspiring. I hope that it's going to encourage you to think deeply about purpose and also practically because what she has to say is incredibly practical as well. I hope that you really enjoy it. Here it is. Something that 
lots of women and mothers and fathers listening to struggle with is what's my purpose now I'm a parent and I know Mm -hmm. lots of people want to change what they do how they show up in the world and this is something that you are such a brilliant thought leader on I would say is what is purpose how do we Mm -hmm. find it and have you worked with people who've changed it dramatically since they've become parents? And it would just be really good to get your thoughts on this whole area of listening to our purpose and how we find it. Absolutely. So the first thing to say is that the whole notion of like finding the purpose, it can be, you know, this one answer as in like, you are a writer or you are a teacher or you are a healer or whatever. But often that's not how it comes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I think that's what stops most of us from stepping into it because we're so afraid of getting it wrong. Or even that question is very heavy, isn't it? What it's is huge. my purpose? It's yes. like, whoa, I don't know. Which then says like, oh, what I've been doing has not been my purpose. And then, oh, I have to have this one answer. Here's the thing. I believe that our soul is always calling us every moment of every day. And when I say soul, another way of saying that is your heart, your spirit, and that it's actually about following the little calls every day. And if you do that, little by little, day by day, you will find yourself eventually living your purpose. Yes. A great way of finding your purpose is asking yourself what lights you up. It's another way of getting into the soul space, of getting into the spirit. I believe that our soul, our spirit, our heart is connected to everything in the entire universe and that when we listen to that part of us, that's when we fall into that harmonious flow. And the other thing to remember as well is that Our purpose or how we're being called to spend our time can change over time. So if you're going through a period of your children are young and motherhood or whatever it is that your life situation, it doesn't mean that that's wasted time in the career purpose sense. Nothing is ever wasted. Everything is building up towards everything in the end. The thing I would get people to answer really is what lights you up. The thing that stops people from answering the little daily calls, the baby calls I would call it, is that they're waiting for a full-on step-by-step instruction manual of how to get to that end destination of the purpose. But actually intuition rarely works like that. It speaks to us more in whispers, in little nudges, in feeling kind of like full of joy and fully alive when we're doing things that are in alignment with us. And that's why it takes courage to live a soul-led life and live a purpose-driven life. Mm, And I love how you talk about often it doesn't make any logical sense. Mm -hmm. I love your story. I want to hear it again. You know, I'm sure people know it, but tell us a bit about the things that stopped making logical sense to you and how you sort of ended up on the path that you're on today? When I was like a teenager, like 15, 16, I had an awakening. I was from a very normal family. I had like normal friends, normal school life. And then I had some pretty far out experiences, which really opened my mind. I started seeing 
the work that I'm doing now today, I'm like speaking on stages, working with people, running workshops, writing books. I found You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. She was the creator of Hay House, my publisher. And I could see my path so clearly but I had no idea how to make it happen. I also felt very weird. The whole spiritual world at that stage, I didn't see anyone who was in their 20s, let alone a teenager, speaking about that stuff. And so I started training in the intuitive arts. I started, because of that, making friends with people who were a lot older than me, like in their 60s, because they were the people who were doing the workshops. And so I felt like I had a bit of a double life. It wasn't like I was being inauthentic in my normal life, but it was just the normal day-to-day stuff about like going to parties and being at school and stuff. It just like, it didn't, it didn't feel right. And I know that anyone who's been through any kind of spiritual awakening, it's quite a common thing to feel. It's like the way that you used to live. It's like, it doesn't feel quite right anymore. And so I felt very torn between two lives. I ended up going to university and traveling and did all the normal things that people do. And I ended up going into communications, so advertising. I was a creative director and learned amazing things. Very successful one, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a great career and there was so much I loved about that as well. It was like working with photographers and I really worked on my craft as a writer, which has been absolutely incredible for the work I do now in working with words. And yeah, moved to London and had all of the big goals that, you know, you're meant to have. And then by the time I kind of got there and got the salary and got the titles and all of that, it was so uncomfortable to keep the facade going, to be honest. On the outside, it looked absolutely great and normal and I seemed really happy. But on the inside, it was just like my soul was just parched. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stresses, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And therapy is a space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy is just an incredible, safe, non-judgmental space. I absolutely love it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule, which I think as busy mums is what we all need. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash motherkind today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash motherkind. Yeah, it was around my late 20s, early 30s. The life just crumbled around me, as so often happens around Saturn Returns, which is I think that's around like 28 years old to 30, which I think is interesting because I think that a lot of women have children at that age. I waited a whole 10 years later, but a lot of my friends also had children there. So I think that's interesting when it comes to it really is a stage in our life where the invitation to surrender even more deeply to who we are does come up from an astrological point of view. So for me, my life got cracked open by losing a couple of really close friends and my 11-year relationship ended. And I was in London away from family and friends. And as only the gift of 
being cracked open gives you, I felt like I had nothing to lose. And so I finally surrendered to doing the work I do today. I began doing soul readings. I'd been trained in this stuff. (laughs) I'd been secretly on weekends and taking holidays off to train in the intuitive arts and the spiritual world since I was that teenager. And so I was ready to do it. I just hadn't had the courage to go for it. As soon as I began doing that, I began teaching every month and doing sessions. And I went from five days a week to three days a week to then taking six months off to write my first book. Yeah, then I got my first book deal and finally fully committed to doing the work I do now. So, yeah. And you talked about your soul feeling, I can't remember the exact Mm. words you used, but feeling out of alignment. And I think so many people, even if they don't use Mm. that word soul, feel that today, feel like what I'm doing, you know, whether they're just working in a job or even being a Mm. full-time mum and just not feeling it, or maybe being Mm. in a full-time job, you know, whichever, everyone is so different, aren't they? And yeah, what's the first step if someone's listening and they think, oh, it's okay for you to, because you're living these lives where, you know, you feel Mm. aligned. If someone feels very misaligned what can we start doing without having as you say to wait for everything to crumble as it did for you and it did for me too (laughs) (laughs) totally so there's a couple of things and they're all really simple but the thing I would invite anyone listening to do is to do them with rhythm so select one of them and then keep showing up to it yeah so one of them is spending time in nature ideally on your own. I think so often we're disconnected in our lives from our phones to job to transport to all of that. So just spending, even if it's like five minutes a day in nature on your own breathing is a great way to do it. I call it spending time with your soul. As you say, you don't have to call it soul, but we want to bring yourself back to your center. And so you can just breathe into the center of your heart, for example, but doing it every day. The next thing I would recommend as an option as well is some form of journaling. So you're wanting to develop a relationship with your inner self because that inner part of you is your intuition. This inner part of you actually is wiser than we could possibly imagine. This inner authority is constantly guiding us. But what happens is it's so easy and no one's really taught this unless you've had a mum who understands this stuff. But I know I wasn't taught how to differentiate between my real inner voice and the voice of my mind, the critic and all of that. And so developing a relationship with that inner knowing part of you is absolutely priceless. So again, you can do that by journaling just for a little bit of time each day. It could be five minutes again, 10 minutes even, where you're just letting what is running around your mind fill the page and then waiting for the deeper part of you, that all-knowing voice to come through. And for many of us, as we're journaling, the bulk of the writing might be that inner critic or the one that feels guilty or whatever it is. But if we let that voice fill the page, eventually that deeper part of us will come through. 